What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Hustle Project Podcast. This is your host, Nick Marcos, and this is my newest project where I'm sitting down with local business owners and community members who truly embody the hustle mentality. We're going to dive in deep and get their amazing stories of the ups, the downs, and everything in between. So whether you're an entrepreneur, you want to be an entrepreneur, or you're just someone who enjoys hearing the stories behind our community's movers and shakers, this is the podcast for you. So tune in and take pride knowing that we have these great people with incredible stories living right here in our neighborhood. Make sure you tune in weekly for our newest episodes. For more information, check out our website, hustleprojectpodcast.com, or follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Hustle Project Podcast. Enjoy this week's episode, guys. So you're a Lynn guy originally. So tell me a little bit about your upbringing. Uh, Russ Kemper here uh, from Lynn, Mass. Uh, born and raised there most of my life. Um, I went to Cisna Elementary, actually, young and early, uh, until about third or fourth grade. And awesome. then, uh, yeah, so I was in Sisson. Yeah. Sisson guy. So where'd you end up going to high school? Uh, I went to classical, actually. Classical yeah. high school. And so you come from a family with like a really... and and. Your legacy, your family legacy is really strong, and anyone from Lynn is going to know the last name Kimber, but tell me just a little bit about, like, your family legacy, because it, it is a big legacy in Lynn. It is. Uh, the Kimber name, I mean, it, it means a lot of things to a lot of people, but I think the first thing you think of is obviously fighting family. Um, not in a bad way, but Definitely. just very, you know, professional about it, all, you know, world champions, uh, boxers, kickboxers from... You know, from the uncles down to the nieces, the nephews, cousins. I mean, we all have been into martial arts most of our lives and studied the practice. But I think that gives us the respect that we have and, and the way we walk about our business while the Kimber name is respected. Right. And it obviously makes all the sense in the world why you'd end up eventually getting into the that's into the personal training yeah. gym space. But so your dad probably is has the most proud. Uh, prominent name in your family and yeah so tell me a little bit about your dad everybody knows dickie kimber yeah but. well he's just a just a bad man uh <laughs> he's one of the nicest guys you'll ever meet you know gentle giant but in the ring he's just a different entity a different beast uh i mean growing up and watching him there's no way you can not fall in love with the sport and, and not fall in love and just watching that the work and, and the ethic he put into it and, and how hard and it's it. crazy because i grew up in lynn and i literally everybody knew about dickie kimber and i was fortunate actually one of my <clears throat> one of my cousins that i'm closest with used to train with your dad thanos thanos that's right thanos. shout out to thanos um and he was nasty he was yeah, he had some thanos skills was good. He, was very, he was a natural too um and so i used to go by i was really close with thanos at the time yep. and, and i used to go by and watch him train with your dad, and it was intense. It was on Boston Street in yes, Lynn. Yes, the old, uh, it's now Salem Five, actually. That's right, yeah, it was upstairs. Yeah. And it was just like one of those old school gyms. He used to have this gym, it was like a sweatshop. It was like no way Yeah, we never had, even my gym now, we don't have pretty gyms, right? It's yeah. not about the, the overall aesthetic look of it. I mean, it's nice enough, but it's you're there for work, you're there for right. business at right. the end of the day. So you carried on the tradition, because yeah. that, like that was like intimidating walking in there. Yeah, well, I, my place I'm at now, I mean, it's, uh, I have a place in Peabody, Mass, Pulaski Street, and it's uh, all brick walls, you know what I mean? So it's just got, like a light coat of wall, wall paint on there, just, yeah, yeah just, just very industrial raw. industrial yeah. rough, yeah, which is the kind of place, if you, this is the kind of training you want, like, that's the kind of, yeah. there are some people who prefer the aesthetics. Yeah, but, I, but I, and then, you know, at the same time, you can have the, the non-look, but cater to other people also, you know? It's about the, the presence, right, and how you interact with everybody and, and, and make it, you know? I agree, yeah. And so tell me a little bit about like, what is it like growing up in a family where there is a strong legacy? Cause you're second generation now you got a lot like 
to live up to in some people's eyes. How do you handle that growing up? How does that affect what you're up to now? Is it something that did affect you, didn't? Or like, what, what's it like? You know, I never let it really affect me fully because um, I was in it, right? Like, I did martial arts every year, all year. But then I also played other sports. I was into basketball, football, baseball. So I was just kind of year-round, nonstop going. So I never really thought about the name so much because I figured if... I just kept doing what I was doing to yeah, put the but work people, in. But everybody knows Dickie Campbell. Oh right? yeah, of course, of and course. So I mean, the fighting part of it. When you get into the fighting part of it, as you get older, then you, then you know, you, you, the people. Oh, you're Dickie son. You're Dickie son. You know, da 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 da. And yeah, of course. But one thing I, I always try to do is I try to build my legacy without putting his name out there. You know what I right. mean? Like people find out after the fact, like kind of who I am. But I never really throw his name out there. And you like that, right? Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. Would prefer, I would prefer that too. Like, yeah, I, I don't want to be Dickie's son. You know what right. I mean? I'm Russell Kimber, and they're like, oh wait, oh yeah, Dickie's your oh, father. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. yeah he, I mean, I remember him growing up in Lynn, and I think most people remember him growing up in Lynn in a positive way. Oh, he yeah. did a lot. I mean, he was he was training the kids. He was. I um, mean, he used to go to the schools all the time, involved, put exhibitions yeah. on. He was, yeah. He's a salt. And we're not saying is. He's still around. He's up in New Hampshire, right? Yep, he's, yep. Not, he's, just, he's just not living locally. But he's got a local legacy, and, and you're sort of privy to the say to the privileges of that yeah, um, and that gives you some leverage too with your branding I'm sure just a having the bit, name yeah. Kimber's you know because it's associated with well yeah with, with you know it, I, not to say it but excellence in a sense right like people know him as just that it's guy high level. you know it's, what I mean it's that right. guy I you mean, know professional absolutely to the um, fullest to the fullest yeah so how much of what he taught you growing up is part of the routine at, at your shop um, you know it's funny because you know, age and time, right? You adapt. So I still keep a lot of the old school methods, but I have a lot of new school methods too. I mean, you learn a lot of stuff as you grow into the business and you get more into the training aspect of it and everything else. Cause I've done the boxing and kickboxing all my life. I mean, when it comes to training that part, that's kind of second to none. Like I don't have to even think about that. Right. So like more over the years, I focus on like the training part of it to like really learn the body and, and add those aspects. So like we've actually worked out together, me and him. And, uh, we do like an hour workout and I'll do half hour method with him his way and then half oh. hour with mine. And is that because you want to or is that because he makes you? No, we want to do it that way because oh, so, okay. he wants to see like some of the new stuff that we're, you know, we're going over and how I'm doing it and how he's doing it and just we want to see how it feels and how you know the body adapts to it and everything else. And uh, last time we did it, we were just doing squats and like leg stuff and I had him doing squats the right way, not the <laughs> old school way, like knees bent the wrong way and the next day you couldn't even get out of bed almost. Right. Well, that, and that's why so many people used to get injured exactly. back then. But, so he must love that. Oh right? yeah, it's yeah, cool. Does he love the fact that you're in the space? Yeah, and he does. He does. He does. You know, because I didn't, I didn't think I was going to be here originally because I had other plans. You know what I mean? Most people kind of do in that life because he always wanted something other for me than fighting and, and this type of thing in a sense. But, I mean, when you kind of grow into it and, and you're doing it for so long, you, you lose it for a little while. But I was like 21 and I got back into boxing with my cousin in New Hampshire and I was like, yeah. Yeah, because he never really, he didn't force you. To, no, you know, no, never, never, yeah, so. never. Which, that was the cool thing about it. I think that's why I like the love for it is is, fun, is great, and, and that's why I love what I do because I wasn't forced to do this. Right. You know. And it came in naturally. Like at a certain point in your life, you know, you, you just it just became something that you wanted. You well, were like, you know yeah. what, I really want to. Like, you know, like you, you know, they always say if you can find a job that's not work, like that's the the best thing you can ever yeah, do. Right. Follow your efforts. Right. You know what like, I mean. If you're always train, if your passion is in training, if you're like passionately training every day, and 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 you don't know what to do with your life, well, maybe you should train. Exactly. Right. right. Like, like the end right. of the day, like I box, I still fight and all that. So it's like yeah. now I have a place where I can box anytime and train myself anytime, but right. then also make money and train and, and, and live my life like through just fun. Right. I mean, people know me as like in the gym dancing around, having fun because it's fun to me. It's not work. You know, I mean, you're tired, it's long days, but it's not the grind of like, oh my God, I have to go to this place or yeah. I have to go to see this boss or talk to this person. Like, no, my own man. Don't, you know? that, that, those are the benefits of just being an entrepreneur is that you get to set. You get to set the guidelines. I think that's the dream that most people 
cling on to when they're thinking about being self-employed. It's not the hustle of actually doing the work. It's the reward of like, yeah. being having that freedom. Unfortunately, yeah. it's not that easy. I mean, it, you make it sound easy, but... It's not. It, that. No, that's not. That's the thing. I think you know. It's it's a it's the front cover, right? They see the front of the book. They don't understand yes. the pages in between, and, and that it's a twenty four seven grind. It and, is, and you're you're constantly working. It and is you're constantly not stopping. Like at the end of the day, it's for you're building the future, so you can take these days off and do these things. And, yeah, it's and all about short term sacrifice for long term exactly. gains. It's like a fight. You know, it's <laughs> it very is, much it like is. a fight. It is. Um, and I I always compare like being an entrepreneur to being in a battle. Because that's how I feel. Like you got to pick up your sword and your shield and get in the battle and yeah, fight. And, absolutely. And it's the same thing. It's like being in the ring. Like you, you don't always go for the knockout punch. You're not trying to go twelve rounds. You're just strategically playing the game. Yeah. I mean, you, you you have to take you know what you can get, but you make your own opportunities. Also, like life, right? Like you take what you, what, what's given to you, but also you have to go get opportunities and Agreed. go get things. So but it's so the same. many people will focus on the idea that like it's uh, it's a it's you it's just you. Right, but it's there is you actually have an opponent. Yeah. And when you have an opponent, you're not you're not in the driver's seat. No. You're better off being better at reacting than you are at dictating. Because right. when when yeah. there's someone else in the ring with you, you can't always dictate where a fight's gonna go. No, and that's life, right? You that's can't always life. dictate what happens. It, exactly. You gotta roll with the punches, literally. I mean that's why they say yeah. roll with the punches, with right? Because so that's because that is boxing and that's life. You gotta roll with what's what's thrown at you and then yeah. come back and with something else. Do you feel like knowing that about just already being a fighter and living that fighter's mentality, do you feel like that's given you an advantage on adjusting and just dealing with being an entrepreneur? Yeah, I think it has, you know, in a sense, because the grind, right? Like, to train for a fight, you know, it's months of training and you're, you're sacrificing, right? right? You're sacrificing food you love. You're sacrificing things you love and, and going places and time. drinking and time and seeing people and everything else. And, and that's work, right? That's being an entrepreneur. Right. I'm sacrificing time and effort and this and everything else. So it's very similar to the grind. So to me, it's not too far off of it's, what I've been doing. It just doing. came natural yeah. to you. It's almost like you were accustomed to being, Literally. to fighting all the time. Yeah. I always wonder if, you know, there's people who have been sort of coddled in their life and never really had to deal with adversity and they make the decision to become an entrepreneur I, I you know as I go on with this podcast I'm sure I'll meet more people that may have been in that situation but I always find it difficult to understand what's their driver like how do yeah. how, how have they become conditioned to dealing with that yeah seriously well because well, yeah because if you're not used to it right at the end of the day how do you deal with it because it's, it's different it's a different grind. and you have to deal with it you can't not you can't defer yeah, the problems not, when you, exactly when you're like say call when you're given everything and, and you receive everything and when you're doing your own thing and you're not receiving or giving anything you have to do all the work all the effort and it all falls back on you yeah it's different you know it's what I mean? very different yeah. and it sounds like you have you already have all the tools in your toolbox yeah man basically. at the end of the day like I just I know that like the one thing I can always control like no matter what's going on in my life is my energy and my yeah. effort right that's the only thing I can always got effort of and control of you know what I mean right. like anything else can, well can fall said. apart at the seams but my energy and my effort is always yeah. what I can control and so I follow you on on, uh, on social media and anyone who's listening should follow Russell um, because you really do some dope shit you're really positive yeah. your energy is really is 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 um is remarkable. It's like something that, like you know, you have a real positive vibe. Yeah. And even though, um, you know, you don't have sixty thousand people following you, because everybody thinks they gotta have like this huge following yeah. so that they can. I'm not in it for that. Yeah, like you're. To if be I can touch one person, then I did it, my job, right? Yeah, and I like that because it's genuine, right? Like I, I, I really appreciate and 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 admire people that are just being genuinely themselves mm -hmm. and then whatever the marketplace or the world wants to reward them with that's cool like whatever but absolutely but when i watch your stuff and again if you're if you're not following them uh shout out your um uh, russ k 2303 and kimber fitness on instagram and facebook so you got to follow him because you got to see he's putting out this just positive energy positive vibes little positive vibes every day and they're usually shot in the gym which is a place where you're usually struggling to find something to kind of motivate yep. you 
Um, and I like it. I think it's really dope. But what's impressive is that you maintain, you continue to maintain that attitude and it's still early on in your business career. Yeah. Um, and I know just through my own experiences that it, it's, it's a difficult time to be positive right now. Oh yeah. So tell me like, what's, what's keeping you positive? What's motivating you to keep your eyes on the light at the end of the tunnel? Man, I think at the end of the day, like for me, what I've been through in life and, and who I've been around and what I've seen, like failure is not an option, right? Like at the end of the day, like success is all I see. And it's not about, oh, I need this best car, best this or that. But like I want to be set that I can retire at, a, at an age and live life and, and enjoy life. And even now I want to be able to take a vacation if I want to or enjoy life. So like it just drives me to, to have that that go get it spirit. And like at the end of the day, like I said, energy and effort is what I can control. And, and I know that. Even if it's a hundred people watching or two people watching, like that one person or two people or ten people might get energized that day and say, you know what, I'm gonna For go sure. to the gym that day. And I've got messages from people and saying, you know, hey, like you might not know it, but what you say and what you do, like it gets me motivated, it gets me out of bed every day. And I, I'm like, wow, all right, like I just do it because I just feel like that's who I am. Isn't and what that I do. so gratifying? Yeah, it, it really feels like because I've had a few people reach out to me the same way, and I'm and I'm like, wow, this is really cool because you don't you don't realize how much you can actually have. There's so many people out there who need inspiration, yeah. motivation. I see it a lot because just just look on social. Everybody's putting out that that positive well, stuff, well, positive yeah, stuff, well, positive stuff. We're in that world. I think that it's so much negative, right? And everybody's, it's and it's at everybody's fingertips. Like you know, without social media back in the day, there was always negative, but it wasn't so grabbable. Right. I mean, now social media and the news and what we're dealing with everything else, everybody's just negative thoughts. Negative and, everything. and yeah. also, there's just so many fake people just setting just setting the tone they're, that they're that they're doing so well. They're just selling you this fake bullshit that you're that they're well off or they're doing great when in reality you know they're 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 not and then you have to live to that standard exactly. you're like well this dude's got a ferrari and it's like <laughs> well you know he rented it and took some yeah, pictures exactly. with it you know he hired a photographer because people want to look good on social exactly. and then you're Rent like the well you know i'm driving a honda civic it's yeah. like well, <laughs> you, yeah, know, you know like yeah i had a jeep but like at the end of the day it's not like you know i'm not going for like the oh i want a mercedes or yeah Benz yeah, or yeah, I, yeah i don't like I, I got a jeep because i live in new england and we have snow like. right <laughs> well, not, not everybody's into cars but you know i'm sure if, i'm sure if we want to talk about gym equipment and yeah. the stuff that you're passionate about it's oh, all yeah. it's all good but so tell me about your business it's on pulaski street in peabody yep it's called Kimber Fitness. Yes, sir. Um, you specialize more in, in boxing, kickboxing, yep. um, but you do have a, a, a gym. So yeah, um, I specialize in classes of you know boxing, kickboxing, boot camps. Um, but I do actually a lot of personal training. I do a lot of one on ones with boxing and just a lot of ones with uh, weight loss, weight gain. I mean, I've been doing it for a while now. So I have a very wide you know clientele base, and I do um, kids from four up, and you know adults that are 60, so 70. Most, so everybody. the bulk of your business is more one on one training. A lot of it, yeah. But yeah. I have you know I'm starting to build the classes now that I have a bigger space. I had a smaller space before for a Yeah, you know, tell me about wow. that. Um, go ahead. So I had a smaller space downstairs before, and I was working with um, Lady Diane Calver and Die Hard Fitness, and uh, we were together for like five years. You know, a good partnership. So you else. had like a, you were splitting the space up. Yeah, yeah. So we had we had we had we had, a, we had one space before, and then uh, about a year and a half ago, two years ago, I got my own little space and opened it up and uh, ran that with two rooms, and then opened the three rooms, and then you know within two years, I got an option to go upstairs and get a bigger space. Which and I is was where like, you are now. Yeah, and I was like, yeah. you know what? What I'm already paying and everything else, like I know how I can make this work and, and put the effort in and, and do what I want to do up there, and you know, eventually hire other trainers and all that. So I was like, you know what, let's go get it. Like, Speaking of hiring other trainers, because I was thinking about this earlier when I was thinking about what, what we're going to be talking about. 
Like, is there a gym around here where personal trainers can just rent the space? So, yeah, I mean, it will depend on where you go, right? Like, it's harder in, like, the, the, the globalized gyms, like the, the, the Planet Fitnesses yeah. and all those places. But, like, places like me, like, yeah, you can rent space out, you know what I mean? But is that part of you, like, is that part of your business model? Do you- Yeah, so but that's what I, I, I might intend to do because at the end of the day, if I have a trainer or two renting space out for me, you know, you're not really their boss in a sense. Like, you, it's, your, it's your space, but they're their kind of own boss. They dictate their clients and when they're there, when they're not there, and as long as they're paying their but rent. they're not working under the the kimber fitness umbrella, umbrella no, right no they're no that's what i mean like there's so many people out there who are into personal training who can't open their own gym exactly or go to work well, at that's why they gotta go work to a world. smaller gym like me or a place like you know other places like that that will give the opportunity to them to yeah. rent the space out you know what i mean as long as they have like their own insurance and everything else and they cover that cover themselves on the legal on yeah the exactly but i mean they pay a small fee whatever the case may be but you know you have so much space and sort of yeah. if there's like you know few people coming in and out all the time and they're bringing their clients to work out there that's yeah. that's great for you yes, I think it's, that's the goal as a yeah goal. I, li- I like that but, yeah so tell me a little bit more so you you got a lot of classes going on but it's yeah. a full gym like you can oh, go yeah. to the workout flat oh, bench yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind oh of yeah stuff. i got everything weights um you know bench squat racks i mean i got kind of everything heavy bags ropes uh jump ropes trx's you all, know just all God, part i got everything yeah. you know i just try to it's a full body workout every time you go up there you so know? do you ever sell memberships like monthly yeah memberships? so i do um, a little bit of everything right at the end of the day is you're trying to run a business, but you also want to work with people to help them reach their goals. So I do, you know, monthly memberships with uh, classes, monthly memberships with personal lessons, depending on how much they're doing it. I do uh, six-week programs with people. I do, right. um, you know, individual, just you want to come for one lesson or drop in one class. I mean, what do you think is the most, what's been like the most popular? So, so lately, I think the most popular is my monthly unlimited people. So they'll buy like the monthly unlimited pack for like 70 bucks a month. And that includes all classes that I have on the schedule for the month. So how many you can make it to, you make it to, you know what I mean? Right. So it's kind of worth it. The, the flexibility yeah. to because say even if you came to two classes a week and it's a drop in of ten dollars, I mean that's eighty bucks. So you still save right, you yourself money. money yep. You know what and, I mean? And, so and, and most people probably come more if, exactly, they're, if they're buying that. Exactly. Yeah. I like and, and it's an incentive to kind of come right and at the end of the day, you know. And, and like six week program is big with me too. People could pay for like six week program, which is personal training three times a week for six weeks with like, like a food program and like a, a, a basis to break it down to oh, lose like weight a and full, everything else. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. that's a big one selling for me too. Yeah. And so are most of your clients women or men? Um, I have a lot of women, but I have a lot of men too. A lot of a lot of very and I have a lot of kids actually a lot of, a lot of kids, a lot of kids. From, I would think yeah. boxing is big it's a great discipline for kids yeah it is but you know what I have a lot I of... never met a boxer I never met a martial artist in my life who was openly aggressive and Will it, wanting, no. I like. I met a lot of dudes growing up who who were just anxious to throw down. Yeah. But none of them were ever like. It's no. always the trained kids who were like, Nah, man, I'm gonna I'm gonna chill in the back and let me like. We know we're capable of, right? We know right. we do. We train for that. Like, it's one. It's one of those common things that always people will laugh about about like a street fighter saying, "Oh, I'll beat you in the street because it's on the street." It's like, <laughs> but wait, I train to do this for a living. Like, right. I literally see punches come every day yeah like, and it's it's like everything it's it's repetition it's like the guy with the most experience is usually gonna yeah, win right yeah we put hours into the craft right. like yeah that's why i think it's great for kids because it teaches kids a great discipline like discipline, it teaches them man. not only do they know how to defend themselves if they ever need to but they know the best self-defense yeah. which is just not getting involved exactly. because you know what you're capable and of. i also tell the kids like the first time i meet any kid and their parents and they work out with me whatever they learn that first day the one two or simple punch or whatever it is i tell them whatever you learn here stays here yeah you know if they're, especially if they're young if they're older then we have the conversation and it stays here unless you're you know attacked and you defend yourself that's a different conversation from you know the different age range but right. when they're younger you know, even four, I tell them this does not go anywhere, and they look at me with wide eyes, and they're like, "Okay, they're like, yeah, they know, they, like, you know, don't." They like it else. too. Yeah. yeah, I feel like it's a secret weapon. Kids are good, um, but can you build a business on just kids? 
man, back in the day, no. Nowadays, yes. yes. Because yeah. the training is different, right? With all the AAU programs. And, and there's a lot of parents that want their kids to be into sports and be yeah. a top-level athlete. They yeah. might not be, but their parents want to pay to try to get them the best training to be that. Yeah, it seems like it's become way more fashionable for your kid to be heavily invested in a sport. Where when I was growing up, we were growing up, it was actually it was actually looked at better to be a multi-sport athlete. Yeah. And now it's like, well, you don't want to be a multi-sport athlete. You just want to be really good well, at cause, one thing. Because even to say, like, even going to college, they told us, like, growing up and going to co- like when going to college, like, yo, if you're in multiple sports, it looks better going into a college right. and a transcript or yeah. anything else. Like, so we yeah, were all, Yeah, I can't like, imagine the same yeah. holds anymore. Now no, it's like, no, no. if you're not doing 60 things that are football, then yeah, you're not going to be exactly. good at football. Well, look at these camps they have and look at the athletes they have. Like, these kids are in the weight room from, like, 12 I, on. I personally, I like it. Yeah. I just, I just struggle with the idea of being 12 10 years old and picking the sport i yeah. love being invested 100 well, percent. i didn't something, even know what i loved then. but yeah, yeah that's what worries me a little bit the, what the plus side is that these kids are learning that with intense with intense training in anything they can master that yeah. like if you put a lot of work into one thing you're going to get something really great out of it i like that too but i just feel like it's at such a young age yeah well it's a lot of stress too, they're man, learning the strong too, work man. ethic but they're but they're they're losing out on a lot of other things yeah. so it's a double-edged sword i don't i have two kids i don't know where i'm going to be when that time comes mm. uh, to make those decisions but that's a really tough decision but boxing doesn't seem to be like it's something that a lot a lot of people dedicate a lot of their life into no i mean cuz a lot of people don't realistically a lot of people don't want to get hit it's not right. everybody you know yeah, i'm going to no. be honest i mean mike tyson's quote is the, is the best quote ever you know everybody has a plan to get Until punched get. in the mouth like <laughs> it's true though how much know? do you love mike tyson i love mike tyson oh, i mike. love mike he he to me he was the most i mean his life was just unbelievable crazy, but he he was the most dominant just scary Athlete. figure of boxing Athlete. ever when ever. i think of growing up in the 90s like i number 1 athlete tyson yeah, number like, two Jordan. Like, yeah, same. Yeah. So like, I love Jordan, but Tyson now, is just obviously it's oh Jordan. God. But Tyson, like me and my friends, we used to hang out back in the day, and we used to watch the um, the YouTube videos of like the highlight reel from Tyson. And we used to just we'd watch it repeatedly, and we would just be fascinated because we were just young. We didn't yeah. realize how dope he was when we were little. He beat people before he got in the ring. It was unbelievable, and they were already beating. His, Unbelievable. He's on my list of people Already I want to meet. Think day. about it. He walks in just no black shorts, no shirt on, <laughs> just, small little towel on, no music, and just and staring voice, at you. And, and his voice you. just throws you for yeah. a little loop. He got no neck, you know yeah. what I mean? And he slips and thought like, So yeah. growing up, who was your, like, who was your role mo- Like, who did you want to be like? Um, growing up, see, I love I love Roy Jones. Growing up, that Dope. was that was my I, guy. I can agree with you. That was yeah. my guy because I was athletic, I was fast, and mm. that was just my guy. Yeah, you, you got know the same man? build as Roy yeah, Jones. Yeah, that was actually. that was my yeah. guy. Like I, I could do could, some of the things he could do, and I was like, that, I love Roy Jones. I never seen anyone move like Roy Jones. Oh my god, I used to do that stuff. I I still do it with kids and stuff. Like I, I even sparring, with, I still do it. Like I just <laughs> I I love Roy growing yeah, up. Yeah, he's got some nasty. Fo- and I'm not a big, you know, I'm not huge into boxing, but I know the big names. Roy Jones Jr. was unbelievable. He's just oh, unbelievable. Incredible, incredible. And he gets his props too but so it was roy jones jr he he yeah he only reason he didn't like he just he waited too long right he should have just left left yeah. the sport gracefully and he just stayed way Happy. too long and that's what that's what he, that's what dampens him right and, and people but i don't i tell people all the time it doesn't to me it doesn't dampen his legacy it's just you know he, he has a rough end and he's trying to make ends meet in certain ways right, right. so he's still doing his thing you gotta like, understand yeah. like a lot of these dudes will a lot miss. of people don't want to give it up either right because they have nothing else after it they don't know well, what to do dedicate, after it. i mean i'll tell anybody right now that's listening to this if dedicate 100% of your life all day, every day for 20, 30 years and then just say, well, I made a lot of money and I'm going to walk away. How? You can't. Like it's, <laughs> it doesn't, it's not about the, at some point it's more than the money. Yeah, the money is great and, and it affects it's their the lifestyle. Routine. It's the repetition. It's, it's, it's what you're used to. I mean, it's like So how they got to do, do something and sometimes the decision they make when they retire, when they stop 
when they stop their craft and they have to, they want to stay in the same space. Those decisions are, that's not what they're used to doing. Well, they're not the used to making those decisions. A lot of people want to keep the same celebrity when they lose the celebrity status and that's yeah. what eats at them and they try to keep it, you know? But that's why, like, yeah, it's tough to watch a guy like Roy go through that at the end of his career and see that. And but like, to me, it doesn't diminish him at all, you know. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm actually happy you said Roy Jones. I haven't heard his name, like I haven't thought yeah. about him in a while. And I growing up, that was my guy. I mean, as I got older, I, I started watch. watching. I started watching Floyd as I got older because I'm very defensive. I'm very slick, and just the art of boxing, right, is is to hit somebody without being hit. Yeah. And he just epitomizes that. And, like, the thing about it, people, like, people that don't know boxing as much will watch certain fights or see certain things and think that, like, he runs or he does this or he avoids people. You have to know the sport and you have to understand that Agreed. it's just a, it's a science Agreed. in there. And he's just and a master at it. He's, he's, he mastered it on, on another level. I can't appreciate it on the level that you do. Yeah, and, and a lot of people can't. It's funny. I, I watch fights either with just boxers or just by myself. I don't watch right. fights with a lot of people for that reason. Well, it's funny because I was really into baseball growing up. And I still am. But, you know, life gets busy and somehow it fell to the wayside. But for a while, for a minute, I was like really hot on baseball. I was probably 27 to like 30, yeah. 32. And I used to like I used to watch all the any game that was on, I would watch it. But then I realized like how much I would just walk down to the Little League field in my house and I would watch a Little League game once in a while. And I was like, yo, this is unbelievable. Like I love – these kids are crying when they yeah. lose. Just the, the, yeah. the, just the feeling of it because not, they're not professionals, right? So it's different. Yeah, and know? so I remember watching. And I couldn't go too often because I didn't want to look like that yeah. creepy dude. But it was literally right <laughs> behind my house. Yeah, I mean I could like, watch from the window if I really wanted literally, to. Literally, yeah. But I remember just seeing, and I was like, wow, this is just, I love that passion that people have when they're, like, really, really yeah. passionate about the sport. When, sometimes when people get to that pro level, it's, it changes a little thing. Yeah, absolutely. A little bit. But so so how is business? Business is good, man. I mean, we're getting there. We just opened up in July for the new space. That's so, right, you yeah. know, now I'm just, Congrats. now that it's, thank you, now that it's, you know, put down, everything's in the building and put where it's supposed to be. Now it's just about advertising and getting all the, the new clients. And, yeah, and, and you have so much and, experience operating yeah, gym. Yeah. To you now, it's more about can you can you fill the gym, right? That, so, that's the goal, right? We got the gym, now we have to fill the so gym. So that that's must be goal. your number one focus. Yep. So tell me a little bit about what you do. Like, what are you doing? What are you up so to? So like right now, I'm just, you know, I, I switch all my things like the mind body because everybody's on mind body. I'm on. Yeah, what's up with that? I saw that because I'm actually getting involved in a business where um, I could use something like that. And I know I noticed. So, yeah, it's a, software, it's a software company in about, I don't, well, it's had, what, five, six years it's been out now maybe? And it started off kind of small, but every business has mind body now. And like, so now like if you. It's a scheduling tool. It's a scheduling tool, but if you, there's different options to it, right? There's different payment levels of pans and like the higher the payment plan that they advertise for you and do other things for you, like get clients for you if you can like, you know, so they, they do more than So they're running social campaigns? Yeah, they do, they do some, some things. So they're not, they're, they're, I mean, and everyone has it, so it's kind of like. To link on because everybody already has a mind body account. So now through that account, they can just search Kimber Fitness and it pops up so they can look at my schedule. Oh, you know what I mean? And they can dope. click onto my schedule and they can add a class and, and there you go. So they're the actual portal. Yeah. Along with being a website. Exactly. So did they design your website? No, no, no. A friend of mine did with me. And they link it. It just created. a yeah. page. So I, I linked it myself and everything else and they, they, they sit down they call you. Like it's pretty serious. Like, yeah. They call me for I like liked days. It. I, I like, mean, I did geez. some homework. I was snooping around on your website and I was like, oh, this is a dope website. I love yeah. it. It's, it's, it's clean. It's, it's a clean. It's clean. It's, it's clean. Um, and you know what? I've I've come to grips with that. What like growing up for me, websites were your opportunity to showcase yourself. I don't really feel like that's the case anymore. I feel like social has taken that. Like yeah. now you just you kind of don't want that though, because you because realistically, right? It, you can Instagram, you can so you know selfie and all that, and do the stuff. Like even the videos I do, like it's in the gym. But then the day, like even on the the page, you kind of want to see what the gym's about, right? right? Not what he's about, but what yes. the gym's about. Yeah, that's what I was getting to. Is that like the the? It looks like more websites are are a little more formal now. Mm -hmm. They're more just like you know, it's like a, 
a, a nice listing. Tell yeah, me about a little the business. Rundown, what we yeah, do. a little bit yeah. more personal. But the like, I love the social side of it for a gym because there is so much of that going on. There's yeah. so many stories, so much positivity, so much hard work and yeah. sweat and gratitude and those before and after pictures and just everywhere oh, you yeah. can go with a gym. How are you using the social platform to help, like, fill that gym? Just like I said, like you know, the videos posting about coming down and, and and showing people in the gym working out and and showing different levels of people, right? Like when I don't just post athletic people doing things. Yeah. Like if you've noticed, I post you know from a person that's overweight doing something or a person that's a little slower doing something or, or a little kid or even the athlete, but not it's not always a person that can do it well, right? right? It's yeah. a person that's kind of pushing to do it, but you see them pushing to do it, but they're doing it and they're loving it because they finish it and they're smiling. It's, it's inspiring to someone who's sitting at home on the couch who doesn't feel good about themselves and mm-hmm. might want to lose a few pounds and they see someone else who looks like them yeah. who's doing it. It's actually more inspiring to me to have a client that needs my help. Yeah. Right, that must be what motivates. You know what I mean? That's what motivates. Like the person that comes in that is overweight or has health issues or or needs my help really with with it, just mentally or whatever it is. And if I can be their their helper and be their guider and and get them to that level and get them to their goals, I mean that's it's rewarding. You know what I mean? It is. No, I love that. I think that's great. Um, So what's in the future for you? What are you thinking? I mean, just continuing obviously pounding. Just yeah, it's pounded pavement, man, and just make this gym flourish. You know, at the end of the day, I want to be a staple in PBD and just be known as not just a boxing gym, but just a gym that everyone could be at. You know, yeah. just a gym that everyone is welcome and, and it's family orientated. You know, everyone could be there and feel like no one's judging them. Everyone's there to help them, not hurt them. Right, right. And so, what about what about your legacy? I mean, your dad, your dad uh, stamped the North Shore with a pretty strong legacy. Um, what do you see long term for for Russell you know? Kimber? For me, I don't really know yet, man, because I, I, I feel like you know I'm, I'm 34 now, I'll be 35 this year so we're not getting younger but I'm like I'm still building my legacy yeah. right I'm already known as a fighter around here and I'm still professionally boxing and everything else um, I'm known as a gym owner around here and, and all that um, I recently got into the commercials and other things like I don't know yet like I'm still yeah, building you did, my, you've I'm, been yeah. doing a little acting on the side yeah, right yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so who knows that could pop off yeah I don't know so I don't really know my legacy I, all, I, all I do know is the legacy that will leave regardless what I end up doing will always be that he was the same guy through and throughout you know what I mean he was just a genuine dude he wanted to help everybody out and, and, and that, a, that's what I'll leave regardless hard, of what I have and you know? a hard working dude exactly and a hard working you dude because I have to say from the, from, the, from the research I did I mean that's what's that's the, I'm looking for people to highlight on this show that that are hustling, that are hustling. And you ain't hustling if you ain't work hard. And no. I got to give you props for putting yeah. it all out there. Thank you. And getting your grind on every day. So yeah. thanks for coming out on the show, man. man I, appreciate I appreciate it, it man. And uh, let's get a shout out to, to, to your shop. Go ahead. Uh, yeah, Kimba Fitness, man. Uh, PBD Mass, 58 Pulaski Street, uh, built in a third floor. You can find us at KimbaFitness.net. And we're on Facebook and Instagram at Kimba Fitness. All right, Russ, man. Thanks for coming. Thank you, man. Pleasure.